0: Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci, and this is with the Italian News a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, January 18, 2021. The data updated last night say that in Italy we have vaccinated 1,154,000 people, 1.91% of the population. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Campania, Veneto and Marche. In the last three places from the bottom are Calabria, Basilicata and Liguria. At the moment, Italy is in 6th place in the world for the number of people vaccinated, first in the EU, both in absolute and with respect to the percentage of population vaccinated. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy over the past 7 days, we averaged 14,970 new positives per day, or minus 2,322 cases per day compared with the previous 7 days. Um, A percentage change of minus 13.4%. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to the COVID wards was minus 96 patients per day with a percentage change of minus 2.9% with regard to the intensive care units. Instead, in the last seven days, the average change in the admission exit balances was minus 16 patients per day or minus 0.43% in percentage. All these minus are good news. On average, we had 489 deaths per day in Italy in the last seven days, the exact same number as in the previous seven days. As announced, this week Pfizer vaccine deliveries in Italy will have 165 fewer doses and Pfizer is also the one who is deciding in which regions to cut the doses. Only five regions are not touched by the cuts and there Marche, Abruzzo, Basilicata, Umbria and Valle d'Aosta. Instead, Lombardy, Veneto, Emilia-Romagna, Lazio, Puglia, and Friuli-Venezia Giulia will be the most penalized. Compared to the postponement of 15 days announced, now Pfizer promises a slowdown of only 1 week ensuring the recovery of delivery for January 25th with an increasing pace from mid-February. So this week of the 562,000 weekly doses planned for Italy, 30% less supply will arrive. The 397,000 total doses delivered from today, should contribute to a key moment in the first phase of the vaccination campaign, that of the second dose for those who already received the first one. To obtain full protection and therefore be part of the coverage required for herd immunity, it will be essential to undergo the second injection of Pfizer after the indicated 21 days. Coverage is guaranteed if three weeks pass between the first and second dose, if the latter is administered after it is not known if if it is effective and by how much. The extreme solutions are two for the Italian regions. Resort, for those who have put aside, to 30% of Pfizer vials left as a spare and a few doses of Moderna vaccine for those who have received it, but it would be much better to avoid overlapping the two vaccines between the first and the second dose, or officially slow down the vaccine plan of the region. But these are solutions that would still be short-lived. From January 28th, since the, in the second part of the vaccination campaign, the pace has increased a lot, another half million people will be needing the second dose. So one can only hope that Pfizer will fulfill its promise to reduce the virus just for this week, even if it has not fulfilled that of maintaining the 562,000 doses per week originally granted. And there is nothing, nothing the Italian government can do about it. With the new colors of the region studied yesterday, the rules about teaching in schools have also changed somewhat. In the red zones they will be learning from home via computer from 7th grade and up, while in the orange and yellow zones students will go back to schools until 8th grade, and high school students will also go back to school for a percentage of at least 50% and up to a maximum of 75% of students for every classroom. It is such a complicated process that tomorrow my daughter will go back to school and we don't know yet her timetable. But some regions have organized themselves differently, postponing re-entry for high school students. Unfortunately, however, the conditions of distancing, sanitation and ventilation of classrooms and other environments within schools are not absolutely assured as they are not on the public transportation that most students are accustomed to take into school and back home. Hawking our children coming back from school will become again a very dangerous activity once again, and 30, 314 days have passed since the beginning of the first lockdown in Italy. In all this time, 314 days, local and national institutions have not been able to grant in school and on public transport the safety they impose on restaurants and stores that want to stay open, and this, is my opinion. in my opinion, is unacceptable. It is worth remembering that since the beginning of the lockdown in Italy, there is not a single local or national administrator, mayor, commissioner, minister or president that has resigned for making a mistake. Judging from the situation, there are are probably very few who should still be in their place. And Talking about this kind of topics, uh, many of you keep asking me if Italy still has a government. Yes, we do. As I have said in the past, I try to avoid talking about politics, but I understand that the government crisis is an important fact and that it is difficult to understand Italian politics from across the ocean. Believe me, it is even more difficult to explain it in two minutes from here. The pathology of Italian governments that fall and are reborn is chronic. Since the birth of the republic, uh, the Italian Republic 75 years ago only Alcide de Gaspari and Silvio Berlusconi have remained in office for the five years of legislature provided by the Constitution but both have had to resign at least once and remake the government. This means that in the history of the Italian Republic it has never happened that from one election to the next there has been only one government. In the 75 years of Republican history Italy has had 66 governments in the same period, the United States has had 20. In the same 75 years, we had 29 prime ministers. In the same period, the United States has had 13 presidents. The crisis, that is, the time that elapses between the resignation, resignation of an Italian government and the swearing-in of the new one, occupy a total of uh, 1510 days in Italy, or more than four, four years. This means that Italy, in the last 75 years, spent more than four years without a government in the fullness of its functions. Imagine an entire single term of one of your presidents. And if you'll allow me a joke but I'm talking about Italy, those are probably the times when the least amount of damage has been done. Once again, I'm co- of course, I'm talking about Italy. In the last video I explained to you that one of the four parties that supported the government majority has decided to stop supporting it. You have to understand that the Italian system is not like the American system. Italy is a parliamentary republic while America is a presidential republic. If the government does not have a majority in the parliament, the problem is here much more serious than in America. Until now, when this has happened, the Italian government has always resigned. Today, the Italian government is looking for new votes in the House, where the deputies of the fourth party that has left the coalition are not numerically indispensable. The fundamental step will be tomorrow in the Senate, the other part of our parliament, where instead, without the senators of that party, the government has not the majority. In order to avoid this, the government has been trying for days to convince other senators, and perhaps it will be possible to obtain a number that can replace those of the party that has removed its support. Uh, Perhaps it will be not necessary, at least tomorrow. If the party that has left the majority will abstain, as it says, without voting against the government, tomorrow it may not be necessary to find so many senators willing to vote in their place. The problem is that if this happens, every time the government will have to vote a law in parliament, it will have to beg some senators to vote in favour or to abstain. In short, apart from a few deluded people, no one thinks it is possible to govern a country in this way. Especially in a delicate phase like this with a pandemic, the recovery plan to be approved and funds to be managed. So don't ask me what will happen, because I can't make any predictions. Of course, in my heart, I would hope for a stable, credible, competent government that has the good of Italy at heart and knows what to do to revive my country after this terrible pandemic. I believe that the majority of Italians would deserve it, uh, even if, looking at how they voted, it would not seem so. Anyway, in the next video on Wednesday, I'll keep you updated about the government, always very briefly. But let me end this video far from Italian politics, let's talk about Italian culture. Procida, the island in the province of Naples, has today won the title of Italian Capital of Culture for the year 2022. This is the motivation. The context of local and regional public and private support is well-structured. The heritage and landscape dimension of the place is extraordinary. The laboratory dimension that includes social aspects of technological diffusion is important for all the Mediterranean islands, but it is relevant for all the realities of the small Mediterranean islands. The project could determine, thanks to the combination of these factors, a real discontinuity in the territory and represent a model for the sustainable processes of cultural-based development of the island and coastal realities of the country. The project is also capable of transmitting a poetic message, a vision of culture that, from the small reality of the island, extends uh, as a wish for all of us to the country in the months ahead. Well, my friends, as I was lucky enough to see all the presentation videos of the ten finalist cities, And believe me, I was moved by how much beauty there is and even just the few minutes that each video was uh, allowed. Best wishes to Procida, a wonderful small town in the province of Naples and the beautiful region of Campania, because it'll certainly be able to represent in 2022 the culture of this incredibly beautiful country, that is Italy. It's all for now, it's all for today. I'll see you on Wednesday. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was with the Italian news. Ciao from Rome!